0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Grassroots Marketing. Each episode curates thought-provoking dialogue with an exclusive class of thought leaders who will offer high-end roundtable business strategies and solutions that seek to prune and harvest great ideas in each 30-minute episode. Thought leaders in the cannabis industry convene here to share some of their best practices and protocols. Let's chart the growth of this burgeoning industry, one of the world's premier cash crops, right now on Grassroots Marketing. Welcome back to our coverage of the MJ Business Conference in Las Vegas here on CannabisRadio.com. My next guest is an experienced leader with a demonstrated history of bringing innovative, disruptive technology to market. As a professional with a proven track record in cloud solutions, software as a service, PaaS, enterprise software, partner management, and enterprise architecture they are focused on his company is focused on helping cannabis businesses manage their supply chain to grow more cannabis, and that company is Regrow, and my guest is the CEO of Regrow, Rod Woodburn. Rob, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you. That's quite a that's a quite a mouthful. Maybe I should shorten that down a little, huh?
0: Well, it's important. I mean, from a lot of what we learned about at MTBiz, Biz, analytics, data measurements. For every company that's coming in, they need to. There's a, a cornering of the market on getting the information that's needed to go ahead and meet and succeed goals, expectations. And that's what you're offering with a premier cloud based supply chain management platform. And we had another company also talk about supply chain. Obviously, that phrase is becoming very cognizant, very viral because of the crisis we're having on the port of Long Beach in Los Angeles and issues like that, the holiday season. Now we're getting you know, shopper's anxiety, the idea, Oh, will there be enough on the shelves? That kind of thought process comes in. So we'll get people to think about something like this. Now you showcased your platform over at MG biz. Talk to me about how it turned
1: out and uh, what kind of response you got. Um, First of all, it was just a great conference. This is the third year that we went and the first year we really represented ourselves by, you know, uh, designing a booth and having a um, space on the floor. So You know i think what's exciting about it is just how much it changes from 2019 and the types of vendors that are there and what and and what you realize it's a lot of people from a lot of different industries who have kind of you know almost put a you know like the rose parade right They, they they built a float around their platform and they come over and try to figure out how that could fit into cannabis and so what I really enjoyed about this year's show is just how much more focused it, the, the the audience was. Right? It was it was people that were coming in and offering real solutions because at this point we have our the the multi-state operators and we have the vertically integrated operators and we have all these new states coming online with their licensing and people are really starting to realize that hey we no longer just need to grow cannabis we have to understand what the market's demanding so that we put the right types of cannabis products on the shelves so that it's there when the when the consumer wants to come and use a product and then we have to make it consistent so that way when they buy the same package the second time it does the same thing and tastes the same
0: let's dive deep into the enterprise platform which a lot of our uh, the, the business owners, C-level executives, and types who are listening to cannabis radio for uh, on the program, they're going to want to be interested in getting an idea, getting a look under the hood of the enterprise platform. It connects cannabis operators to their data in a system that automates workflow, tracks chain of custody, ensures standard operating procedure adoption, and provides performance analytics for executives to have timely insight in order to make faster decisions from cultivation, inventory. Management, manufacturing, distribution, wholesale, and retail demand management. So when you spoke about the platform, you said this, quote, while there are so many software platforms that handle various aspects of the process, none encompass the entire chain and includes compliance. Compliance. Leveraging our experience to success in more mainstream markets, we've identified an opportunity to build something meaningful for cannabis operators that would help them scale efficiently. Now more than ever, it's essential that owners and managers are provided the necessary tools, such as analytics and predictive forecasting, to make important decisions that keep organization competitive and profitable. All remaining compliant. The numbers. So, how intrinsic how intense are the numbers that you provide and what are some sort of the things that you're asking for that you're trying to go ahead and complement
1: with regrow great question <clears throat> and there's a lot in there too right that's a lot of that's a lot of information to tackle and a lot of things to help a company manage as they're trying to manage how they're going to get ahead of their competitors or or scale up to the next level right. so what we do is we bring all this data together and we well, the, the first thing we had to do is we had to determine exactly what part of the market we were going after. And so what we did is to, did a critical look at what our skill set was from what we were good at. And we know that we're very good at process. We know we're we're great at making modern platforms that make work feel more like what you use in the evenings when you go home. And we know we can get great analytics and data out of these platforms so that executives can use their big brains to make better planning decisions and then hopefully increase the revenue for their shareholders and their and their customers. So what we wanna do is we wanted to be very focused on what it is that we are helping them do. And so when, I, when you look at a cannabis operation, if you're looking at something that's especially vertically integrated, what you're doing is you're looking at um, a company that is doing some cultivation work, which means they have a bunch of farmers growing stuff. They're also doing some uh, manufacturing work where they're turning some of these raw materials into some maybe additional raw materials, maybe some consumer packaged goods. And then what they have to do is then get those over to distribution. And then you have to have a distribution way of putting items in in shelves, making sure you have enough inventory so you don't run short when the next order comes through. And then from there, you have to have the way to be able to know what you have, when it got there, where it's located in that center. And then the sales team needs to have the information to be able to sell it to a, a wholesaler or sell it to a retail location or a partner or whatever so that they could get it out to that shelf, make sure it's first in first out. And so you know when you think about the whole process here what if you're a cannabis operator you're really trying to make sure that if it's november and ski season in northern california and you know gorilla glue number four eighths are really going to sell on a shelf up up in mammoth you need to make sure that you have enough inventory in your chain in your supply chain so that way when your stock threshold on that retail shelf up in that mountain town drops below three You already know that by the time it's gonna take for those next two to sell, you will have your retail shelf space kept. It won't be your competitor that's gonna get their product bought. And then the next big question that we help them with is, how are we gonna make sure that whatever that product is, whether it's a vape, whether it's a tincture, whether it's gummies or whether it's um, a a jar, an an eighth jar, how are we gonna make sure that it has the exact same kind of cannabinoid profile and terpene profile from the first time they buy it to the third time they buy it right because we all we all know in cannabis that there's a lot of mixed effects and if somebody's going in to buy something that helps them sleep and one time they buy it it helps them sleep but the next time they buy it 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 gets them anxious or it gets them so they want to you know listen to EDM well that's probably going to be a product they don't buy again right they're not going to trust that brand so I think what we do is we help them keep consistency and full chain of custody through the whole supply chain from, and that means from clone or seed, the beginning of raw materials and all the raw materials in between, including all the bill of materials and in manufacturing, including your soil and your trellis netting and in, in, um, in cultivation, including your boxing and your packaging and distribution, all the way out to Making sure we're managing first in, first out in, um, <clears throat> in in wholesale and retail to make sure that that we have full visibility in. Now the areas that and so that's full supply chain, right? From a from a from a raw material all the way to a finished packaged good. That's the definition of supply chain. So we want to handle everything within that. And then the things that we want to include from other systems would be like. I don't wanna go to a CFO and say, hey, I think you should replace QuickBooks because I'm probably gonna have a hard time selling that to somebody who's been doing this their their whole career. Instead, I wanna go to her and I wanna say, use whatever tool you're using because we are gonna integrate with it. And then I'm gonna track your finances from your system all the way down to the POS system for for wherever that finally lands and goes out the door. So that way in your finance system, you'll have full visibility for the full chain of custody for everything down to the strain, down to the production center, down to the the, SK, the, the, um, the SKU, right? And that's what the CFO is really interested in hearing. Now, the other well, person me, I don't want to... If I can yeah, just jump ahead. in real quick, I want to go just
0: segue a little bit because it's not only... I mean, you've broken down so much internally of what the platform provides but the other thing i also want to definitely focus on is the algorithm-based predictive analytics where you're really projecting out going forward i don't know how far it goes forward but it's the level of projection and predictive analytics that you provide forecasting strain demand harvest yields raw material requirements revenue cost recipe inventory planning based on harvest need lighting needs media pesticide water amounts ph levels there's a lot there, so that's the other yeah. point I haven't read by other some of the other S E S W out there is the projection of predictivity of what you're giving. Yeah. So talk to me about how this algorithm works out for that, and is able to go ahead and give that further projection.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of the main differentiators between the regrow technology and the other competitors out in the space is that we actually have an analytics a performance analytics platform as part of the regrow platform so it's not that you have to go out to quickbooks or business objects or have a dba that understands other types of reporting and analytics tools it answers the question of why you don't need to get rid of quickbooks exactly and so you so you can tie into quickbooks to get the data but All of the analytics is being done directly in Regrow, which is actually the place where the work is actually being done, where the tasks are being done, where everything has full visibility. So it's it's almost real-time visibility into the organization. And what we're able to do is, because we do workforce management, which means we know where all the people are, we know what their skills are, we know if they need additional training, we know if they're a, a... um a employee we know if they're a contractor we know what their labor rate is we know everything they've touched when they've been logged into our network and we're doing that because we're integrating with maybe your um time carding system or your employee in and out system or some other system so what we're doing is we're coming in as we're going to say we are going to be the data lake we will be able to get all this information from all these other platforms in a place where you can view it all in one place and pass it from system to system so as that CFO is saying, hey, I need, I need this information so I know what my true cost per gram is, right now they just might be saying, well, I know what a warehouse costs per month. I know what my electric is per month. I know what my bulk flour that I got out of that facility was per month. So, hey, I know my true cost per gram, easy. Well, do they really? Because the way that we want to define true, true cost per gram is saying, hey, we actually think that that flow white tends to get powdery mold And even though it sells at a premium, we think we have your high priced um, IPM individuals spending hours working on it, which is actually bringing down your revenue from that. And it's also taking up room in your growth space that we could put in something maybe like lemon haze that's selling more consistently, getting better yields that we could be replacing in there. And then what we could do is figure out the, the powdery mold issue later. And because we also handle facilities, We might also be able to be able to tell from all this data that's coming in that, hey, it's usually between June and August when Grow House 2 in the back corner seems to get the powdery mold that we've seen over time. Oh, guess what? Maintenance keeps on opening up tickets in the HVAC on that back corner that we've had for 10 years and keeps on saying they have to fix it and the thing doesn't run. Well, maybe as management, we can now see the necessity of investing in an HVAC for back there so we could get better production. So it, it's it's a complicated backend system. And then when you look at the analytics of um, determining how much space is, for example, on cultivation tables from veg when plants are small, all the way to flowering where some strains get big and bushy and others get, s- get slim and tall. And, Some grows grow with trellis systems in greenhouses. So they have multiple space. There's just all these things that have to go into helping them predict how much space they have and then also predict what the market's demanding so they can put the right strain in the cultivation center at the right time to make sure they don't lose that retail um, shelf space.
0: So I had other companies we've talked about that do software as a service. and. What came to mind was uh, one of their executives actually came from Salesforce, and the idea of c- customer relationship management. And I feel like the regrow really fits in here. One of the things I would be worried about, and I want to know what your thoughts on is, is if there is the the kind of manpower and who would need to be brought in to adopt into the software, I mean, even though it's might be a lot of intricacies and complications when it comes to the software itself and what it provides, but what about somebody adopting to understand and be able to properly use the platform to take care of the the needs of the business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, we build software for people, not for, um, you know, not for businesses. And so really inspired by Apple, we really have three tenants that we build our application by and it's really around the the operator. Um, and so when we think of operators, this might be somebody who's wearing a mask or have a glove on their hands. They might have access to mobile technology. They might not, they might just be looking up at boards. Then we have managers and managers, you know, they might be wearing several hats. They might be operators, but they might be managers too. But the role of that manager is to be able to make sure the daily tasks that are assigned to the areas of the business they have responsibility for are being done and there's no, there's no potential issues. And if they do see issues, it's to quickly to go address them and use their management skills to try to make sure it doesn't slow down the business. So in our management dashboards, it's going to be more about what is the stuff going on today? What are the work queues? What what are the things that are owed the business next? What is my what does my staff look like? Am I short on um, on IPM people today? What about that 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 group of contractors that we're supposed to be in for bucking, have they got in today yet? Do we have enough people that we thought, you know, those are the kind of things that are going to show up on a dashboard for a manager. And then the last persona that we build for is the executive. And that's where you're going to see things that are more like almost like stoplight or, or, or high level graphs. Because when you think of a, an executive, they want to come in with their coffee. They want to get a quick view of the business, anything green, they don't care about anything yellow, let me just look at what location it is. Okay, great. I trust that management team, but let me go and check on the red and whatever's red is a thing that they're going to grab their coffee, get on their phone, talk to who's ever in that red situation. And a good example might be as a, um, uh, um, a cultivator, a, a vice president of cultivation for a location, and it's getting near the end of the quarter and you, and he, and he had been forecasting 800 pounds of lemon haze to be in by the end of the quarter but they've had some issues and that stuff just isn't really ready for production yet and so he doesn't want to bucket. well this is a good time for that executive on the 28th to be able to have that conversation with that head grower and say here's the reason why even having 400 pounds of it instead of 800 pounds of it by the end of this quarter helps because we have this forecast that we're trying to meet before the CEO has to get on an earnings call. Yeah. That's information that everybody could use. Whereas right now it's kind of, it's everybody's siloed and isolated. And when and we have the growers and the cultivators growing the way that they wanna grow for the results that they feel are their best and they don't necessarily have alignment to the business and the business is having a hard time aligning that message back to them.
0: So let's go and wrap things up real quick. The website is regrow.io, R-E-G-R-O-W dot I-O. All your cannabis business data under a single pane of glass. And we were mentioning before, as we were talking uh, prior, you you have an extensive background doing software as a service for several other companies, being in the founding portion of several different companies, and talking about, about the learning process you've made throughout, and what you feel like this iteration of supply chain software really fits. I mean, for those that are not cognizant of the, the supply chain crisis and all the things that are going, we were mentioning before the thought process of, does this, do you feel like how, how do you feel it satisfies every need that a company
1: would want? Um, so if I understand the question, you're saying like, what inspired us to get into this business? No, no, just basically why
0: what would we- you've learned from the process of building out these platforms and how this one, your best to date and how well it serves the purpose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I learned a lot. So how, you know, being a founder of a company that not only went IPO, but then became an S and P 500 company all from the time that we started as a garage band, right. to now one of the biggest companies in the whole world, I was lucky enough to be on the very early side of that and got to watch how successful business people in this space manage companies and sell software. And so that was almost like an MBA for me. And I got to learn from some very successful people at not only building great software, but having amazing customer success and customer service, but also how to scale companies. Right. Because I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs miss. It's like being able to scale a company at the right time is is so important right to be able to maintain that success so i learned a lot from that team and just the way to go about business and also how to go in and be disruptive in a market um, from there we decided to um, solve a problem in healthcare and so we went in became we, we became an asset management platform that we focused on large healthcare systems in the in the continental U- united states so think of scripts and and Columbia Care and Texas Health Resources and, you know, um, Kaiser, these kind of hospital systems that are very large, going through a lot of um, compliance and regulatory changes, we wanted to go in and figure out a way to help them manage their life critical assets. And so we created a a system very similar to what we've done here. We really went in and learned what the pains were in those organizations. And Within a short amount of time, we came in and, and again, we're very disruptive. We were knocking the big guys out until the point where within three months, the CEO of the largest company in that space called me and says, what is it gonna take to do to get you guys out? And so so we came up with a, a good deal that was really beneficial for us on a three-year exit. And um, and when we transitioned that company, Connective, over to that team, um, Chris and I had, had done had done that company Connective together, and he was still working at the company that bought us. And it was a big, it was a big M and A type company. He's like, man, this is no fun. I, I, I have fun when we're doing something that's that's groundbreaking, and 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 we're learning, and we're and we're building something that we're passionate about. And so, we're both pretty passionate about cannabis, and especially a lot of the demonization of it and the way that it's been kind of negatively portrayed for professionals to be able to use it in a healthy way that um, I think we looked at the market and at first we thought seed to sale compliance was a thing that we'd be very good at and be able to help the industry. But after talking with growers and operators, they had, they didn't want anything to do with that. They said as a, it was a market that was oversaturated with people that necessarily can't do what they they say they're doing anyways and if you really wanted to help us as operators and growers go build a system that will help us manage our revenue help us know how to maximize our grams per square foot and align our production to demand and so for us that sounded like something that we were good at especially when compliance was involved and um i mean i'm a i'm a propeller head guy i think about process and ocd stuff all the time anyways and so if I can get involved in cannabis without being a grower, this is, you know, and, and us at Regrow, I think this just is just our way of saying we want to be in it. We think we can add value and we think you guys will agree. And and yeah, we'll, whatever we can do to help, we want to be here and uh, help the industry continue to like be what we all think it's going to be.
0: Absolutely. So again, I've been joined by Rod Woodburn, Rob Woodburn, the chief CEO of
1: Woodburn. It's really easy. Woodburn. It's just Rob Woodburn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you'd think right of regrow.io r-e-g-r-o-w.io and i'll stop filling so again rob thanks for being here with us really appreciate you taking time out and uh glad everything worked out so well and the, the good words about MJ
1: Biz. yeah well thanks for having me on and i really appreciate it and um, hopefully i'll be talking to you soon
0: opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com
2: to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.